Welcome to the 9 Central Podcast, where we talk about growing a business, working in media, and building a team that we love. I'm Kyle Jewell, social strategist here at 9 Central, and I am joined by our COO and brand director, Jen Blair. Hey, Jen. How's hey, it going? How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. Um, we've been talking about doing this episode for weeks now, and mm-hmm. we finally got everyone to leave us alone long enough to <laughs> lock ourselves in a room to record it. So, um, let's just jump right into it. Yeah. Um, I have a question that okay. I think that you can answer. Okay. Um, if my only marketing, uh, my only marketing efforts for my company, my brand are on social media, how successful can I be? Um, I think every answer is different, but I'm going to say generally, I would say not very interesting. Yeah. I would say that you need to have something more holistic out there. What is that? You say holistic. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? Um, you need to have different channels in which you're either attracting or nurturing potential customers or clients. Um, I think one of the things that probably is like the red flag in my head that if you only have social media or only think you can be so uh, successful on social is that people forget that you don't own your social channels. People forget that that is a presence on another company's Thing, mm-hmm. Like their, their platform, you have your own little corner on there, but it's not yours and yours alone. And because of that, you're limited in a couple of different ways. Um, you can't really program things for yourself that kind of align very specifically with your goals, your business goals, your revenue goals. And honestly, what happens if one day those companies just shut down and take everything from you? Then what are you left with? Like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Where do you go from there? Um, so those are probably like the two biggest red flags that I think, um, I think of, and especially that first one, how are you nurturing your customers? How are you giving them a different, um, like payment portal or, um, way to connect with you or purchase the Mm -hmm. thing that you're selling? Can you do that exclusively on social? Yeah. So let's say I'm really good with social, right? I, I, I built this following of like 10,000, uh, followers, um, they love me. Um, what do I need to do to make sure that I'm hitting them from all angles? How can I think holistically for yeah. my company? Well, think about if you're on social media, you're probably, if you're successful in social media, especially, you're probably producing a lot of different kinds of content, right? Um, what I would do is think about how I can repurpose that content in different ways. And I would make sure that I had a website that I could point people back to. When you have a website, you you own that property. That's an owned media, right? So before we started this, we actually Googled, um, reminding ourselves, what are the four types of media, right? So you have earned, you've got owned, you've got shared and you've got, um, paid. paid. Thank you. (laughs) I have an English degree. Okay. (laughs) Not a marketing degree. Um, and so thinking about the own channels, your website is probably one of the biggest own channels that you can get. You can program it the way that you need to, you can make it look the way that you need to, you can reorganize the information in exactly a way that fits your goals and your product. And so all of that is content. You're, you know, you have to structure your website in a certain way to give really great information. And if you're producing all of this content, it's got to be relevant to your business, right? So how do you fit that into your website? Whether it's, um, you know, a high level top nav page, um, whether it's blog posts, like those are all things that can, you can send people from your social presence to your website to figure that out. You can um, really broaden your SEO horizon, like having people find you via Google search if they need what you have, Um 
And so I think that's one way. And once you get them on your website, you can probably um, figure out how to get them into an email newsletter. People aren't necessarily going to be just popping on your website every mm -hmm. single day to see what you have to say, but they might be on their social media and they're probably in their emails. And so having those channels to drive other content to and just make a nice, very holistic, circular path for them to find information. Because um, think about it. When you are on your social media, are you on it every minute of every day? You might be different because you work in the, in it, but you know, let's say that you are Still just, no, right, honestly. right, exactly. Let's say that you're just, I don't know, you're in sales and you're on your phone all day talking to people. Are you like, you know, not on social media, but actually having conversations with people because you're trying to sell things. How much do you think you'd miss? I mean, good bit. Right. Yeah. And how many between family and friends, between brands, you're probably missing a lot of touch points that these brands are making, you know, so much effort to put this content out. These creators are making so much effort to put this content out, but the chances of you seeing it in that moment, I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm, if I'm on social media, my, my brand, I'm competing with all of these other posters. Mm -hmm. Right. But if I just own my own website, um, you're telling me if I sign people up for newsletters that I can just communicate directly to them yep. and make their messages more personalized. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Right. That's, I hope so. I mean, I think <laughs> that would make me as a consumer much more likely to yeah. buy or at least seek information about my next step on my purchasing journey. Right. It gives you a greater odds to get in front of that person, more touch points. Um, you know, sometimes there might be content out there on social that I would love to see and is super relevant to me, but maybe I hit the algorithm wrong that day or I'm, you know, I was in meetings all day. So that thing is just never going to organically pop up into my feed because I missed that boat. But then if I get that later in a newsletter or if I get that maybe even in a paid ad or something like that, um, those are all just different channels that can feed into my ultimate purchase journey or my mm. ultimate um, relationship with a company. Um, yeah. Cool. What else can I do? Is there anything else I can do with my website? I know I can I can put my content on my website, can list my products, my services and get people to sign up for emails why else do I need a website? I mean, I can run a form on Facebook mm -hmm. and get emails. Um, I can, you know, just set up a really easy Shopify page and link that to my Facebook and there I'm selling my products and services, right. but like, why else do I need a website? What's the benefit? Well, I mean, if you're just using a Facebook form to get emails, what are you doing with them? Where right. do they go? Yeah. What's the plan? Yeah. You can have all the emails in the world, but I guess it's like, it's like having a savings account that you're never going to touch, right? That money's just, just going to sit there and never really work for you. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a plan for what you want to do with those people. And even then, I don't know, like you could probably use those emails to remarket to them. You could probably do the paid side of social if you wanted to, but um, ultimately you have to know how you want to nurture those customers, mm -hmm. how you want to bring them closer to your business. Okay. So I think I'm putting it together. So we have our shared, our shared media, right? Mm -hmm. So we have that social channels where we're, we don't own it. We kind of share the presence with, with, um, whoever the, the developer is, right? The Facebook, the Instagram, the LinkedIn. I'm also sharing it with other creators. Um, then I bring them over to my owned channel, right? Where I can start to fill them into uh, some databases. I can collect some touch points of them too. Um, you know, the way that they circulate and navigate around my site tells me what they like as well. And that can mm -hmm. inform my shared. Um, but I'm collecting their emails. I'm collecting their, uh, tracking them. Do they come on the site? Um, and so now I can start putting them into my earned media mix, right? So I can start putting them into ad audiences. Um, how does that? Would that be paid media mix? Is that what I said? Paid. 
Did I say earned? You did. Oh, paid say, into the paid media. How can media. I get those into the earned media mix? <laughs> um, so I, I enter them into my paid media mix now, right? Yep. And so mm-hmm. I can target them specifically. Um, how else can I work together? Is there any other way that I can um, maybe get outside of my current following and try to reach new people? Yeah. I mean, paid is a great way to do that. Um, if you have, if you're able to collect these people, so you're sending them to their to your website, you know that they're engaged, they've made a purchase, um, maybe they're, they are engaging in your social and you've got that data there as well, all feeding into your pixels and your, you know, kind of those digital pieces that collect all of this, this data. What you can do is you could take that into a paid platform and make what we call a lookalike audience. And so that's finding other people who are just like your best customers who are going to be likely to buy from you. Um, we do that more on the social side, um, but there are plenty of other digital um, just utilities mm-hmm. and media buyers that can probably do that for places that are outside of social media too. Um, you see display ads all the time. You see YouTube ads, you see other things um, that can use that data, whether like the, the paid data, the credit card data, the website visitor data, and that can really help you reach new audiences too. Cool. Um, we've talked a lot about different types of media, um, setting up a website, running ads, all that sounds really expensive. I like just being on social because for me, it's just a time cost. Yeah. What, I mean, is there any advice you can give for someone who's kind of on a, a thinner budget? How can I make all yeah. this happen? I mean, that's always the question, isn't it? And he, with organic, especially if you're just, if you're just on social media and you're just doing an organic presence, you got to be probably okay with kind of a slower growth rate, unless you really want to spend that time investment in making the great content and making sure that you are um, engaging with your followers, that you're finding the right hashtags. That is a different sort of cost, right? Mm-hmm. Um you could probably accelerate that with paid and getting in front of more people quicker, maybe start with lower budgets and that sort of thing. But you still always have to feed that organic beast too, to kind of keep your presence fresh and get people coming to you. Um, I think, honestly, I don't, I feel like a website is just pay to play anymore. These days you got to have that presence and you got to have a way for people to to find you and talk to them, even if it's just one page. Um, and that can be a minimal investment. It doesn't, you know, there's so many ways that you can make that, whether it's Squarespace, whether it's a simple WordPress, Squarespace is nice because there's just far less technical Mm -hmm. know-how that you need to set that up. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that baby steps is the most important thing. Um, emails, I would say emails probably later in the game, um, just so that you can kind of get your footing and understand what content you like and get a little bit of that audience on your social media platform. But I think it's probably better to take things as a slow and steady approach and kind of make benchmarks and goals for when you want to start something rather than hitting it all at once. Cool. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to break my character now. Okay, great. Um, Cause I want to talk about um, how we're doing. The character this. was scaring me. I'm it just going to say I was a little intimidated. Yeah. Um, good. Good. <laughs> okay, um, so let's talk about how we're doing this uh, today. Like in our, in our company, I mean, we, we yeah. make videos, right? Right. What I mean, Right. I mean, this is something that we've kind of had. We talked about this before we started recording, but like what's next for us? What are we doing now? Right. And I think that that's something like in our business we've noticed is um, we we are a video production company. That's where our roots are. Um, And that has expanded into helping our clients with their social media presence. And so I think that that has been a question. And, you know, maybe some clients or maybe some people that are kind of on the periphery of becoming clients are like, well, what what is 98 and what can they do for us? And ultimately, I think our standpoint is like 
if you're going to have a digital presence, if you're going to invest in social media and you have business goals, you've got to kind of see how social fits into your holistic, your holistic strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you, what do you want it to do for you? If you just want to put messages out, that's great. We can help you. We can help you figure out the best way to do that. But if you want to make sales, if you want to drive people to your website, if you want to do something with them, you've got to really understand how your social ties into those other pieces. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's something that we've, we're doing with a client right now, which mm-hmm. we've, They've been almost exclusively, their marketing efforts are almost exclusively on social data, small email presence, but um, it was really important for us. I mean, we're also reporting on more than just their social mm-hmm. metrics, right? We're reporting on their company goals. Are we proving ROI? Like, are we right. driving people to sign up for their services? Um, and that means that we need to be on more than one channel because yeah. nobody's, nobody's entire audience is just one place. Right. And that, that's if they are just in one place, is that the easiest way for them to sell or convert? Right. The answer is probably no, still again. And especially with a service-based business, how are you tracking back? What is happening there? Like, are people signing up for your service? Are people becoming your client? Yeah. Um, How are you knowing those things? And for a lot of of our clients and a lot of service-based businesses, that's phone calls, that's Mm -hmm. form fills, that's things that um, happen off of the platform. Mm -hmm. And you've got to have a way to track those efforts. You've got to show that. Yep. Yeah. You just got yeah, to show it's, one and it's, the other. Um, specifically for, I mean, we work with a lot of service based industry mm-hmm. um, clients and um, the conversion point there, it's uh, compared to like a product where the conversion is, if you think add about the cart. journey, it's, yeah. it's just a little bit shorter. I yeah. mean, it's the, right. Like the add the cart, but it's the, um, uh, the purchase level is like the intent is kind of low for purchase compared to service. So that's yeah. something that we have to, we're like constantly fighting too. It's like we're selling a service. Mm-hmm. Um, your conversion point, the the ROI on that is going to be much higher than if we were selling uh, a notebook, right? Or a, a pair of shoes. Um, so that's uh, always, that's, I think that's the biggest challenge for us too, but that's uh, the same principles apply, whether you're a service or a product. Um, and that's why the first thing that we ask for when we work with people is access to their tag manager yep. and analytics, analytics because it's, yep. we can't just live on social. Right. Exactly. Cool. Um, Awesome. Well, this was a fun, I, I'm sorry that I scared you with my um, <laughs> pretend newbie, I guess. I feel like we just like dove right in there. I don't know. <laughs> we did. Um, cool. Um, any, is there anything else that we, I think we covered everything. We talked about the marketing mixes. Yeah. Um, we talked about how, if there's a difference between a product or a service. Um, I think the big thing too, um, and I want to reiterate something you said with budgets mm-hmm. is um, you it is like very understandable and I think almost natural to be like, I can't afford to do ads. I can't afford to yeah. run an email campaign. I can't afford to set up my website. And if that's true, then that's, there's still other options you can do. You can set up, like you said, a splash page yeah. on Squarespace and it's the hostings like for something like that's probably five or 10 bucks a month. Yeah. So it's very minimal. And um, same thing with like email, you can host a MailChimp, which is a very basic template. It's same thing. It's right. like, five to $25 a month um, ads. You can start very, there's no minimum. As long as you're targeted. Yeah. As long as you're targeted, you know, like don't go, don't take a $200 ad budget and try to hit the entire United States with it. You know, like where are you going to, you got to be strategic about those types of things. Yeah. And that's just, that's just the time cost, right? It's just, it's taking the time to think about, okay, my customer is not uh, everyone in the country, right? My mm-hmm. customer, um, I have a physical, let's say I have a physical uh, store location in downtown Greenville. 
my customers are going to be in Greenville. Yeah. They're not going to be across the U.S. Radius. Yeah, they're yeah. also going to be people who are, um, you know, within a certain age range, within a certain certain type of demographic. Yeah. I, I'm, they're mostly women. You know, they're mostly 40 to 50 years old. Yeah. All of that reduces the amount of money that it costs to get in front of them. And right. that's, um, it's just well worth the effort. And in my experience, I think that that's probably one of the hardest things for some business owners, clients, whoever to get over mm-hmm. is you can ask them, well, who is your priority? Who are you targeting? And they just say everybody. Yeah. Okay. Well then give me all of the budget. Right. Great. We'll hit everybody, yeah. but you have to, you have to narrow down and be strategic, do testing, understand what's going to work and what's not. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the best way to do it. But um, ultimately all of that to say, I would never say, oh my gosh, don't put effort or money into social media. Like, I think it's extremely important. Yeah. Just like having a website, it is kind of pay to play these, or uh, not pay to play, but the cost of doing business yeah. is what I mean to say yeah. is that you can't really ignore it anymore. And it's just got to be part of something. But mm-hmm. ultimately you should have a plan if you want to be successful is how to, um, how to expand that into other pieces that yeah. can reach your customers. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're thinking of, um, I feel like I'm just reiterating, but if you're thinking of content that you want to share on social, um, that's also content that you can put on your website and it's content that you could put into your uh, weekly newsletter if you set up an email campaign. So you can make your content work harder too. That's another thing. There's a great book um, that we, that I, that I got for us to read and it's called the content fuel framework. I think Mm -hmm. it is. Um, We can put that in the show notes, but that is, if you're, if you can't wrap your brain around how you can take content and put it into a lot of different places or make it a lot of different things, it's a great place to start. Um, You should milk an idea for all it's worth. You should milk that some, Mm -hmm. that piece of value in a lot of different ways. And one thing I always say to clients is that if you feel like you're beating that same drum over and over again, you're probably doing it right. You want to get those consistent messages out And, you know, you can see it from a different angle in every iteration. And it, and that's, you know, if it's, if it's good content, if it's good information, if it's valuable, then they're going to want to hear every angle of that because they want that information. They want to understand how it works and how they can kind of get the power from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. This was great. Yeah. We're, if you can't tell, we love this (laughs) and we could talk about this all day, Um, but we're going to cut it there and stop short. And then um, we'll probably do several other uh, episodes. Yeah tangential to this too. So, um, all right. What are you, what are you digging this week, Jen? So this week, probably every week, but I don't really talk about it a lot is, um, trivia. So, um, my, the really good friends that I have here, we all met cause we played trivia together. We just happened to sit down next to each other at like a bar one day. And, um, now we are really great friends and we play trivia together every week and we like made the national like championship <laughs> something or other. Um, so yeah, that's like Sunday and we might be national trivia champions. So that might that's be, amazing. that might be kind of cool. That, yeah. I don't know if you have a place on your resume for that, but right? it should definitely. Actually I do. Good. <laughs> I do. Well, I didn't have, I don't, I don't have it on there, but I have a really great little section on my resume that has <laughs> just, just it. Uh, it has things like fluent in Pittsburgh ease and export cheese board assembler. Like, you know, yes. <laughs> national champion. Yes. Trivia. National trivia champion. No, yes. Crazy. <laughs> um, I'm digging. I don't know if you've heard the show. It's called The Rehearsal. Um, it's a Nathan Fielder show. Okay. I don't know. I cannot explain it. It is the strangest thing. So um, Nathan Fielder started the show. Um, Nathan for you, where he went to small businesses and just oh. pitched like ludicrous. They're hilarious, oh, but like he's very awkward and like 
stone wall oh. when he delivers. Oh. It's like very deadpan. Like Ricky Gervais? Is that the guy who's like the idiot abroad? Is it's that him? not quite like that. Okay. Um, I love that show though. Okay. Um, so, but it's real. Like he actually goes into these companies and like, um, like there was a coffee shop, for example, that he just named dumb Starbucks and he just rebranded the coffee shop and it got like national media attention Wow! and they opened like several locations before Starbucks sued them. I was going to say, there's got to be copyright infringement in there. No, it for sure was. Um, But he always, I don't know. I can't tell if it's real or not. I think it's real. Anyways, the rehearsal is he um, helps ordinary people rehearse a scenario in their life that they're anxious or nervous about. Okay. So like the first episode you might like, because it's this guy with his trivia team and he's been lying to them that he has an MBA and one of his friends keeps sending him jobs that require like an MBA and he's like, he can't apply for them because he doesn't have his MBA. So he needs to rehearse uh, this conversation with the friend to say like, I really don't have those credentials. So Nathan Fielder (laughs) built on HBO's dime, um, a set, uh, um, an exact physical replica of the bar that they play trivia at oh boy. in expensive. a studio. It is just so fun. It's, I think the concept's just hilarious, but yeah. then it just kind of spirals. And then at the end, you're like, I don't know. I don't know what the show's about anymore. It's crazy. I would highly recommend it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, cool. Well, that wraps us up. Yes. Um, thanks for joining us again on the Nine Central podcast. Uh, again, I'm Kyle, social strategist. That's Jen, COO and uh, brand director. Um, if you want to see or learn some more about us, I mean, you can find us on uh, virtually all social, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube. You can find us now on TikTok, too. Oh, we're yeah. We're putting out some office That should have been stuff. when we were digging yeah. TikTok. That was a missed op. That's fine. That's Next, okay. time. Next um, time. But check us out on TikTok. <laughs> we're, uh, we're having fun there. We're still learning uh, what's best for us. And um, hope you guys have a great week. Thanks see for ya. listening. I'm too like wiggly to like have something in the way because then I'm just like leaning on this the whole time and like, I don't know, can't do this. Okay, don't move. I'm going to sit still. Sorry. We're great. We're good now. (laughs) So much nervous energy.